blockages for a woman to be able to self-initiate herself as a sovereign woman. Satnam and welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools they need to heal body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. Satnam and good morning. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Sovereign Woman Movement Show. And if you're listening here live on Instagram, good morning. How are you, Lizzie? It's so good to see you here on this beautiful Monday, miraculous Monday. Started my Monday with a lot of energy. We started at 4:30 a.m. with our community sadna. These are our basically Kundalini early morning sadnas for our. Satori Wellness and Spirituality members, and every time I do this, I remind myself to do it more often. Because typically, I'm not up like at 4:30 in the morning. I usually start my sadnas. I'm usually up by five, but I, you know, by the time I get everything going and everything happening, you know, I'm usually meditating Kundalini Yoga meditations by around 5:30, and then I like to be done definitely before seven. My my daily practice is pretty consistent, and it's. usually about an hour and a half to two hours just depending and when i do start at 4:30 in the morning i'm just reminded you know not only do i uh, finish a lot earlier but i also just the energy the earlier that you can get into inner work the more your glandular system loves you your nervous system but also spiritually you know this is when the great gurus and the masters and the sages would wake up and they would meditate because this is where you can tap into that subtle world which is so majestic and just so beautiful but this has been quite the week uh last week for me i don't know about you all but this that last week's new moon just brought a lot of new beginnings and then us talking about uh, the womb and w o m b about healing the womb and then lizzie joining us on friday just sharing her wisdom about the downloads she received it was just such a i felt like last week i my soul grew like a billion years like i finally feel lighter i feel like i just got to the root cause of so many blockages and it's so interesting because this week on on Saturday on the 28th we have Neptune going to, uh, direct and Neptune is associated with a lot with the illusion of Maya and so a lot of things may be coming up as far as the illusion of that you may be attached to that are coming up this week so that you can learn to let go and one of the things we talked about the womb last week was about you know learning how and what that really means letting go so that you can truly be connected to that intuition and now here we are this week where we have this supporting energy for us to really continue the awakening process and this entire weekend it was just so heart opening and realizations galore and one of the things that came to me that was very very important in my life it, it helped me really understand a lot as to what the root cause of any of my issues are it was like a big reminder and it gave me also the guidance as to really what we're going to be talking about this entire week and we're going to be talking about self worth we're going to be talking about self esteem why do some women have high self esteem why do some don't why uh are they faking it or are they really truly being authentic what are the energetics behind self esteem we're going to be dissecting all of that this week every single day the ego setting boundaries i think it's important especially as we move into you know this holiday season and this week but the, the reason that i was led to this was because i've been spending a lot more time with my abuelita with my grandmother 
She's 87 years old. She's going to be 88 next week. And not next week, next year in January. Her birthday's a day after mine, which is kind of cool. And not like a lot more time, you know, I see, I go and visit my parents once a, once a week. And uh, typically it's always like on a Saturday or Sunday. We, and she's living there with my mom right now. She's, she was ill and she's been just sick. You know, she's just going through a lot. She's going through a lot. And I've been at least spending one, one day with her a week where I get to talk to her and just listen to her. And I've just been receiving so many downloads because one of the things that I keep saying is that is very important as part of the sovereign movement is that when you heal yourself, generations before and after you are healed. And I, and I took that honestly and seriously. That's what led me on my own healing journey was like, oh man, I don't have to change anyone. I just have to learn how to heal and, and everything else is going to be fine. But then when I look at my grandma and I, I see the things that uh, she goes through and all the suffering, she's, she's going through a lot of suffering. She's just very sad and depressed. Uh, she, uh, one of my uncles recently passed away about a year ago from cancer, which was really hard on her. I mean, imagine being that age and then, you know, still having to bury your, your kids. So she's going through a lot. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. I'm just now getting started. And I'm talking about my abuelita first and what she has taught me about self-worth. And this is why we're talking about self-worth all week. And so I, you know, I, I look at her when I spend time with her and I literally just hold the space. And I ask myself in those moments when I'm there talking to her with her wisdom, because there's a lot of also sad memories that she brings up, right? And I always like ask God, highest consciousness, like, well, what could I do to help this woman? <laughs> you know, like, I just want her to be happy and I want her to be, you know, finding gratitude, but she's, there's so many emotions that she goes through and she, and, and it's just really difficult for her. And it's so interesting because the more that I ask that, the more that I receive downloads myself. And I had this really hard opening experience on Saturday where I was here in my room and I was actually meditating and I, I, I was actually pulling a card from the shamanic Oracle deck. This deck is like amazing too. I use two decks. I've been using two decks and they've really just been so amazing in the messages that I've been receiving, but I've been using this shamanic deck and the card that came out was the curse. And literally when I was doing that, I was like also asking, you know, cause I knew that I was gonna go see my grandma. Like, how do I help her? How, how can I help her? And, but the card was upside down. And even without reading like the message, something like came over me and it just, it was like an energy that I've, I've felt before, but this time it was so strong where I was like, grounded in the present moment there was no past and future and I started to get all of these downloads and I started to connect to my grandmother and it's so interesting because she's been telling me that she hasn't been sleeping a lot and during the time that I was connecting to her uh, with her on the field she was awake and she was kind of just going through her emotions and just she's been really um, sad lately but when when I felt that my body just completely went into this state of just complete freezing like time collapsed and I felt her energy and I felt her suffering and I couldn't even cry but I felt it right and then instead of crying and what happened was that I was taken into this higher perceptive awareness that we that I was not seeing things correctly because my grandmother she lost her my grandfather he was actually murdered when she was she she was like in her mid thirties and he was murdered by another man and uh, she was left with like eight kids by herself in Mexico and life before that you know was was pleasant they had money you know they had stuff to food to eat but after that it's like everything started to fall apart. And one of the reasons that this happened was because actually my uh, grandfather 
uh, was actually seeing another woman. And this is, and through her death, through his death, that's how she found out about all of this. So she's been so really, really traumatized about all of these different things. And so I always thought that her pain came from not forgiving my grandfather, which is true. That's a big part of it. But when I had this experience here on, on uh, Friday night, well, what I was shown was that that's not the real reason that she hasn't healed, that it's not even about forgiving my grandfather, that the real reason she hasn't healed is because she hasn't forgiven herself. And remember all last week we were talking about this and I started to think to myself, why wouldn't she forgive herself? You know, and, and it's so interesting because the next day I went and I spent time with her and everything she would say pointed to how much she hasn't forgiven herself. And this almost like martyr mentality where you almost, there's been a lot of tragedies in her life. Like I said, and she, not only her husband, but she's also had, she had to bury like four different sons and daughters who have died before her so she's had a really rough life really just really difficult right and and the thing is that her her words the way she used them was it just gave me this awareness that the real reason is because she like almost like to a point where she feels like she almost deserved everything that was happening to her and I just was so bewildered because I started to think about myself and I started to think about those times where I didn't have the level of self-worth that I should have had, you know, and I think we're all work in progress in that where we become more and more aware where we are not acting in our highest self-worth. But I thought to myself, are we really that programmed by society, by the way we were raised to, to believe that really tragic things that happen in our lives that we actually like deserve them. And, and then I started to get deeper into it. And I started to realize that she hasn't forgiven herself because she feels that something somehow she's some kind of sinner and has and deserves this and that God, you know, did this to her because that's what she deserves. And I thought to myself, what a horrible perception to have of yourself, you know, to be able to, to think that you deserve all of these tragic things or that somehow there's a God that judges and that says you're good or bad and that here's here's where, you, where you're deserving or what you're going to get. And that to me was just like blew my mind because it had nothing to do with what my grandfather did to her. What really happened here was that she couldn't forgive herself, maybe for not following her intuition. And maybe she knew that she was hurt that that was happening to her. Right. But at that time, you know, in the 1950s, you're not going to divorce your husband, you know, even what if he's doing, that's another Thing we need to talk about because you know women like in her age you know she they were kidnapped you know they were not asked to be let, let's go get married like she was kidnapped and to me that's like almost like rape right and then they made they forced them to get married and I was like man that's that's traumatic and then you have to fall in love with the guy who just stole you from your parents right and then she went through all of these different things right so you can imagine the level of programming in her where it's almost like you adapt this uh, martyr mentality. So the good news is that I was able to spend a lot of time with her and just what helped me understand, it helped me understand my own level of self-worth and, and in what areas in my life, because when challenges show up, what areas in my life have I dropped the ball in my self-worth? You know, that's where the whole betrayal conversation came up last week where it's like, okay, where did I betray myself again? 
right? Not where did, or what did I allow? How did I allow this space and environment for someone to betray me, right? It's, it's like, and so that's what we're going to talk about this week are how do we become programmed to, to believe and to have this such low self-esteem? And, and how do we unprogram ourselves? How do we understand self-esteem in a way that we can truly honor our own worth and also allow others to shine and bright their, or share their bright light too? Because that's very, very important too, right? It's the whole supporting each other in their path without you know having to dim your own light as well. And I was doing some more just meditating on all of this and trying to understand it and looking at my life and where have I, you know, not felt worthy and, and, and in self and high self-esteem. And, and as I started to go within and I started to do some research, I, I read a lot of the stuff that Yogi Bhajan left behind. He's the tantric master who brought Kundalini yoga from the East to the West in the late 1960s. And I started to read the energetics behind self-esteem. And it started to make really a lot of sense because what we don't understand is that, well, he says that self-esteem is somebody who's self-realized. And we've talked about S with the capital S, right? What does self-realize mean? That means that you're adapting into unity consciousness. You're, you're controlling the mind. You live in neutrality. You're not governed by good or bad any longer. It's a, it's a true level of, of sovereignty, right? That we can all awaken to in this body. But that's what self-esteem is, because if you remember who you are, then again, you're not, you're, not, you're, you're not dictating your state of consciousness, your peace from an outside environment, right? But energetically, the way he explained it just really made so much sense, because what we are, what we don't realize is that we are a frequency, right? We're energy. And that we have a chakra system, which I've talked about before, which are like energetic zones within our body. These are subtle bodies that in essence have a psychological effect and an impact even in our organs right and a lot more doctors are talking about chakras like dr joe dispensa he calls them energy zones right and what we don't realize is that these chakra systems they're connected to the also the five elements what is known as the tatvas tatvas and that's you know earth fire uh, water all of the different elements the ether which is a subtle world that are you see these elements and all aspects of life, you know, whether they're talking about spirituality and whether eight nature, these are basically five elements that exist in all of life, right? And they are elements that exist within you. And you can think of these tattvas as energy, as emotions, because that's what emotions are, energy and emotion, right? Now, the thing about the tattvas that we don't realize is that they're, they secrete, they secrete a specific energy within the body. And it just like fire, you know, fire can burn, but if it gets too hot, it can really destroy, right? But if, 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 if a balanced out, meaning the emotion of anger, right, the emotion of anger can give you cancer, right? But balanced out fire can actually help you alchemize and transform. So when these energy systems are not working in functionality, when they're not uh, balanced out, the tattvas, these five elements, instead of secreting chemicals that are going to support the evolution of your consciousness and support your wellness and your, and your health, they're going to secrete energies, emotions like anger that are going to instead take from your life force energy. 
And so low self-esteem happens energetically and it happens in a lot of different ways. It happens in the birth canal. You know, we've talked about this. We even talked a little bit about it last week where, where you are basically your mother created a magnetic field around her when she was pregnant with you. And this magnetic field, in essence, is the emotions, thoughts, and feelings she was experiencing as she carried you. These are sound frequencies that then were passed down to you that then create your personality, right? And so if you were, if your mother had low self-esteem, if she had a lot of uh, thoughts that were against her that didn't produce the chemicals that basically fortified your own energetic presence, then of course you're going to begin and be birthed with low self-esteem, right? And then low self-esteem also happens happens through the programming. You know, I believe one of the things that I was kind of aware of was that, you know, a lot of the religion, religion has allowed, has uh, basically uh, programmed people to believe in being sinners. I think that's one of the biggest blockages that my grandmother has, that this whole uh, martyr, you know, uh, thinking that I deserve and, and, I am a, and I'm a born sinner, so I can never be like the likeness of God, that's a, that's a huge program that we're all needing to awaken from because that, if you already innately believe that you're a sinner and that there's something wrong with you, then it, how are you going to ever have a true level of self-esteem, right? It's, it's impossible. So whether that programming came to you from religion or whether it came to you from your own comparing, not having enough love when you were growing up and needing validation, right? That's another big one. When we don't know who we are, we need validation. Then energetically, what happens is that you're basically uh, using the tatvas in the form in with emotions that don't serve you and you're not balanced out in your energetic zone. Uh, and, that's, and, and that's why in ancient times, we had a system, a kundalini yoga system. It was a science to rebalance out the chakra system, the tattvas, to be able to use the tattvas in their, in their power, not in the uh, destruction mode, which is what a lot of people are, are operating from right now, unfortunately. So energetically, we can all apply specific energy work to balance out our energy. And when you are in balance and wholeness of your emotions, you are the wise watcher, you have a stable nervous system because, you know, the body, that's what the body's doing. The body's just responding to the, to the perception of the threat in the environment. And when you don't know how to control the mind and know how to process the emotions that are happening, then everything becomes out of balance within you, everything. And, and, the, and it's a direct cause for low self-esteem. Because if I look at it, you know, a lot of the things that my grandmother goes through right now, she doesn't have a practice to cleanse her mind. You know, I, I believe prayer has helped her a lot. And, you know, prayer is like when you talk to God versus meditations, when you listen to, I believe that's a very important aspect of uh, anything that, that spiritually connects you, right, to, to the inner world. But there's nothing that she's actually been able to do to reprogram the mind. That's, that's, the, that's where her suffering comes in right now, right? Or to balance out the energy to, to help her process emotions. And the sad part is that the number one pharmaceutical that is written is for anxiety and depression. That's it. I mean, now you can go online and you just do like a virtual call. I saw the other day, it was so scary. Like you just do a virtual call and they'll write you a prescription. So if you're numbing these emotions all the time, imagine what has happened energetically within you. And then that leads to very low self-esteem. And it has, it has to do with the fact that your energy is not in balance. So if you want to have high self-esteem, your inner world must be in balance. 
And that's what people don't realize. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, fake it till you make it. That's a perfect way for your nervous system to break down. That's why so many people, intellectual people, they eventually, you know, when they have no more life force energy because they've been running on basically filling themselves with addictions or something to keep them going, you know, the, you get to the point where the nervous system says, this is it, I can't handle it anymore. And that's what a lot of people are going through right now. It's known as cold depression. Cold depression is we, we are processing so much more information than our ancestors processed in one day. We're, today, we're processing more than they did in their whole lifetime, 100 years ago. And, and our brains are like computer systems that are just crashing, right? Why? Because there's no awareness of what's happening within energetically with emotions. And there's no systems that they're applying to basically be able to be able to deliver their dharma you know, be able to process the stress that comes with being a badass with high self-esteem that you're able to go deliver whatever it is that you're here to deliver as your sole purpose. So energetically, people need to understand what self-esteem is. It's not something that you read a book and then hopefully you'll get better self-esteem. No, we have to rewire, reprogram the consciousness, right? We have to basically clear out the balance and balance out the energy and there's systems for that. That's exactly what the foundation of the SWC method is. It's Kundalini technology. It is a technology because it upgrades you and it gives you your self-esteem back. It's a Raj yoga, which was once only taught to royalty. And it's for a reason because you can self-realize and that's what self-esteem is. It's remembering yourself with a capital S, remembering who you truly are, moving into infinity consciousness where there is no time. There is no, there's no illusion of duality because you're in essence remembering who you are. And all of us can live in this state of consciousness. And that's the thing, whether you like it or not, that's what we're moving into in the age of Aquarius. And those that don't evolve and move into this level of consciousness of true self-worth, of true self-esteem are going to suffer greatly. And they're already suffering greatly right now. But you can put yourself in your own trance by doing the inner work, controlling the mind and processing those blockages, which are basically emotional blockages that happen to all of us, whether it was through the birth, through growing up or whatever that looks like. So that's exactly what you're going to be able also to experience in our three-day virtual summit that's coming up December 19th and the 21st. This is the big, huge Jupiter-Saturn conjunction and three days of Kundalini technology, specific energy work to help you rewire, reprogram, and bring in the age of Aquarius in a brand new frequency. And I don't know if you all knew, but tickets are actually complimentary. We made them free this year to all women because we are not going to leave any women out in this process of alchemization. And only will you be able to practice Kundalini technology with all of us because we're going to start at 6 a.m. these three days with uh, basically some really amazing practices to rewire and reprogram and unload the subconscious. But you're going to be hearing from some really amazing women, trailblazing, holistic leaders in this world who are empowering other women in the world as well to take their sovereignty back, to raise their level of self-worth and to live beautiful, sovereign lives. And that's all happening December 19th through the 21st. So you make sure you go get your free ticket by clicking in the link in my bio. You can actually go to sovereignwomanmovement.com and you'll be able to uh, get your ticket today. If you do get it before the 12th, there's a couple of bonuses in there. And there's also some free or uh, additional perks in the free. So you, you want to make sure you register before December 12th. There's also an upgraded VIP status ticket that you can purchase 
where 11% of all of those proceeds actually go to the Sovereign Planet Foundation, which my son just actually founded this year and we're part of as board members as well. And this is a foundation focused on bringing clean water solutions, food gardens, and uh, really taking care of the ancestral culture in the world with indigenous villages, we indigenous uh, tribes throughout the world. We are working with a beautiful village in Peru right now, and Iquitos in the Amazon jungle, and we're helping them bring uh, clean water solution. There's about 100 people in this village that every year their houses are flooded by the Amazon jungle. They have no food gardens available. They have, it's just really, really a sad way to live, especially in this day and age where we can bring so many solutions. So this has been something that we've been working on for a long time. And my son has, has just finally opened his heart and it's just, I'm just so proud of him beyond words. And, and so if you want to upgrade to the VIP, you can actually get a, a couple of pre-workshops and post-workshops to heal and to integrate this technology. You also get replays and uh, a monthly membership, one month uh, complimentary membership to Satori Wellness and Spirituality. So you can taste some of the medicina, what we do inside of our, our community. So check out the link in my bio to actually uh, get your free ticket. And of course, invite all the beautiful sovereign goddesses. This is going to be virtual uh, because we're not going to let anything stop us this year. So this is three days of virtual, incredible alchemy specifically on the days that the cosmos are going to be there to support us to move into a new life and to truly change our frequency because that's what we're talking about here you know self-worth and self-esteem you have to change your frequency you have to change your thoughts your emotions and your feelings in order to be balanced within and in order to be able to truly authentically be who you are not be like i'm someone else or not fake it till you make it that's not going to help and we have to really learn to reprogram our mind. The one thing my grandmother did teach me these days is how important it is for us to have this self-love and, and forgiveness, truly forgiveness for all of it. Because if we don't, we're going to continue to create these experiences in our life that, that are making us move back into that martyr mentality. And that ain't happening, especially not to a sovereign woman. So the rest of the week, we are going to be talking about self-worth. We're going to be talking about self-esteem. We're going to get deeper into it so we can all understand it more energetically. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the ego and how to command the mind. Then on Wednesday, we're going to talk about boundaries, which is perfect, especially spending some time with family members this week and learning how to trust our inner authority for self-worth. And then Thursday, we're going to talk about compassion and truly knowing yourself on Thanksgiving. Perfect for gratitude and for the people that we're going to be meeting that day. And then on Friday, Lizzie's going to join me and we're going to put it all together and talk about how to truly have a high level of self-worth and how to truly have a high level of self-esteem. So again, don't forget to also click on the link below in the description and in my bio to get your free ticket to our Sovereign Woman Summit before it all just changes and things start to actually move faster than we can imagine. Today, we actually added a new teacher or a new presenter, someone I'm super, super excited about. I was waiting to see if she would have some time for us, but uh, also joining us on Sunday, actually Saturday, she's going to be doing a live presentation, Tesh Kar Khalsa. She's been teaching Kundalini Yoga for almost 30 years. She was uh, learned specifically from Yogi Bhajan himself. So I'm freaking excited. This is going to be three days of just trailblazing women showing us all about life, purpose, healing, and awakening spiritually. So I'm super pumped. So make sure you go get that ticket. 
and I will catch you all again tomorrow. Thank you, Raquel. Yes, it is virtual. It's all virtual. So you can be anywhere in the world. And we have registrations already from all over the USA. And I'm excited to see if we can bring in some international people too. Maybe our Mexico people, right? We need to bring them over um, to, to this event. Three days of alchemy. So get on it. Yes. So awesome, ladies. So thank you so much for being here. And I will connect with you all again tomorrow, 10 a.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time, where we're going to talk a little bit more about self-worth, the ego, and the mind. Have a blessed rest of your day. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.